You cannot change behavior unless um, you make it part of your culture. Exactly. So just to put terminologies out there without making it culture, I'll give you an example, for instance, um, many, many years ago when I was still working in Botswana. And they wanted to change the work ethic and work culture of Botswana. Mm -hmm. Because although Botswana was quite wealthy with diamonds, uh, many foreign investors were not coming in mm. because they were saying uh, Botswana are not productive. They're not, you know, they're lazy. So they brought in a new work ethic culture. And um, it was called, they used the acronym WITS, Work Improvement Teams. Mm. And the way in which they had to literally go back and change the culture. Because tr originally and traditionally, Botswana were hardworking. Oh. But then westernization came in, mixed the culture. Yes. Diamonds came in, you know, and all of that changed the culture. Mm. So the work improvement team, all they did, this is what they did, just to give you a case study, demonstrating yeah. how they did. Because I was one of the facilitators that taught. Mm -hmm. They um, took five principles around what is productivity they basically said what is productivity mm. and they broke it down to five basic words Tswana words in Setswana okay that everybody from the minister of whatever to the tea lady could understand mm. and they made and so even the tea lady would make so they would say so buntle, the five b's they call it mm -hmm. five b's buntle, which means um like beauty Butuere, uh, which means excellence, bufefu, which means speed, mm, you know, all mm. that. So they they made five Bs. Okay. And so if you asked even the average person, civil servant, because mm -hmm. this was for the civil service, the most unproductive arm of of, oh, of, wow. of workers. Yeah. And you yeah. Say, what is uh, what is um, productivity? But productivity, they So they know that oh. this is what productivity. So what did it do? It reinforced it as a culture. Yeah. They, because they brought in the language issue. Yes. So it yes. wasn't um, English that they people couldn't understand. Mm. So they made it part of the Zwana culture. Mm. Oh. And then it, it got ownership. So people now owned mm, in. that. They didn't bring in a foreign Malaysian, you know, although they did bring some principles of Malaysia. But they brought it down to a place where Zwanas could embrace it. Mm. Exactly. Like, for instance, if you were to ask any average African here... What is Ubuntu? Mm, and mm. then you spread out Ubuntu. Ubuntu, people know it, right? Say, but this is Ubuntu. Exactly. Mm. But when you start talking in foreign terms, etc., um, it, it makes people kind of not embrace and mm. own it as much. So culture is very important. Culture mm. is dynamic, mm. but we must make sure that we embrace the good aspects of culture. Yeah. Because yeah. another problem we have as Africans mm. is we have a tendency to throw out our own, the good aspects of our culture and to embrace all the rubbish aspects of Western culture. That's true. Mm. So culture, in the dynamicism of culture, we must throw out the bits of culture that maybe have to do with oppression of children, mm. dismissal mm. of youth, mm. not seeing. Those are cultures we don't want to embrace. Mm. Um, we want to embrace our young people. We want to give them a voice. We want to make it inclusive. Mm. Um, that's, that's a good culture. Mm. Um, we want to... Um, you know, make sure that our women are not oppressed. Yeah. So any culture that is encouraging the oppression of women and yes. beating up of women and yes. gender-based, yes. we yes. want to throw that out. 
but cultures that we have African cultures of respecting and honoring elders, mm. the elderly, the older people, yes. revering, you know, looking up to older people and, and holding them up to be esteemed and wise, etc. We want to preserve those cultures. Mm. So that's that's the, the, the way we need to go. So you, making, as culture changes, mm -hmm. let's embrace the good and throw out the, the bad. bad. Mm. Exactly. You're making me want to start buying books on how to transform culture. It's always been my interest because wow. I I truly do believe that if you change a person's culture you it, it's not going to make every person perfect mm. but you'll get a net good mm. right you'll definitely get because you can build values into yes. the culture mm. no, normalize things I mean even I think the way that we've begun to view marriage in many parts of Africa it's basically one of the reasons marriage still happens is because it matters in our culture yeah. mm. you know even those who have distanced themselves from the faith because it matters in the culture they still do it mm. you know that's right. yeah so that's how powerful culture is and i think the the danger of culture is when you we place it above like Absolutely. culture over everything like you have to maintain mm. culture even if it's bad for you you know um but I, i'm curious as to in terms of the issues of uh social justice and young people being involved i mean i remember during the fees must fall mm. time where many of us understood that we need uh, affordable education. Right. Many of us didn't bother going online and researching what are the laws, what are the mm. you know regulations on education in the country, to what degree do I have the right to education? Yeah. Um, um, do, do, you, do you, I mean, there's the response, we spoke a bit about the responsibility of the lawmakers and those involved in law mm. to make it more understandable more palatable, more easy access, easily accessible to young people. What are some of the responsibilities that young people need to take upon themselves? Mm. Because, I mean, there have been many times where young people have moved mm. uh, to fight for things because they believe they have the right, but not really knowing what, yeah. the, to what degree do we have the right. Yeah, I think that young people, as you say, first of all, it's their responsibility to be educated. Yes. To be educated and know what they're doing. So we don't, there's a difference between reacting and responding. Mm, so mm, reaction is more emotionally based, whereas response is thought out and there's a direction. Mm. Reaction is when we just go and burn buildings. Yeah. You see, yeah. That, that's being reactionary. Yes. And it doesn't help at the end of the day because if the issue is around finances, and the government is saying there's not enough finances and you go and burn 100 million buildings, mm. you're not helping your cause. Exactly. So respond to the issue. Mm. And there are ways of responding um, whereby you use, you harness the power of your unity. Um, you make sure that you get people to a negotiating t table mm. and you actually get people who are, 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 are able to actually mobilize on your behalf. Yeah. Yeah. But in my view, destroying buildings, infrastructures never helped anybody. Definitely. It's dangerous. In the course of setting buildings alight, you may even kill somebody. Definitely. So I think that is the main thing, first of all, is to educate yourself, mm. uh, make sure that you have um, good representatives mm. who are au fait with the issues. Mm. They understand the issues, um, can articulate the issues, mm. um, and and that you can mobilize, mobilize, um, you know, people to 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 be behind you. Mm. Do you know it's young people who who 
took out they've taken out presidents that's true in egypt very true the 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 the, the uprising oh, it was not that much of a an aggressive violent one but it was started by young people mm. president obama won his presidency on the back of young people young people exactly you know against a candidate who had a lot of money mm. was well known but he went to young people and said just send me 10 rand 10 10 dollars each 10 dollars and the other candidate had people who were giving millions Imagine. and he won his campaign zambia was won Mm. The current Zambian president was put in by young people. Imagine. So I want to say to young people, there's nothing like we don't have a voice. Yeah. It's around educating yourself, knowing the issues, mm. um, knowing the values, mobilizing, and, and doing things in appropriate way. But let's not be destructive because that doesn't help anybody. That, yeah, that, that's actually what's been ringing in my mind right now because um, I see it specifically within South Africa where... We think, you know, we we have we romanticize the 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 um, wild revolutionist, right? Mm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's definitely something I'd like you to speak on in the sense that we need to start understanding the value of organizing ourselves yeah. and actually knowing which offices do we need to visit, who do we need to put. I say pressure, but I don't mean pressure in a, let's violent put, way. yeah, in a violent way, in a destructive way. Yeah. But who do we need to send emails to yeah. until they understand that That's we're serious exactly about it. this? Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely like you to speak more on that, like not romant yeah. romanticizing the violent revolutionists. Mm. No, for sure. Look, the days of Mshinewa, Mshinewa, yeah, we, yeah, we can put the Mshine down now. <laughs> so yeah. let's let's kuluma now. Yes. Let's dialogue. Dialogue is very very powerful. Mm. Um, let's understand the legislative process. There's some issues that may need to go to parliament. Mm. How do we get a bill to parliament mm. to change a particular way? What is the process in getting a bill, um, motivating a bill? Uh, to go to parliament what is the process in signing a petition when we sign a petition what are the implications of a petition mm. what value and what weight does that hold mm. petitions are different from bills um, what what is the value of mobilizing just as a group mm. um, and also as as a youth also as a youth getting youth representatives out there yeah why can't you go out there and um, demand even to all the political parties mm. that they should have youth representatives. Yeah. That those youth representatives now would have the, the main responsibility of engaging with the youth on ground to mm. say, what do you say? Mm. What do you want? And yeah. take the issues of the youth. That mm. there should be youth representatives in each, each party. Yeah. Uh, ANC has a women's league. And, you know, they have a youth league as well, but I don't know if we ever hear their voice. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah. So that, that that is ensuring that if there is a youth league, that that youth league is not just ceremonial. Yeah. Yes. Come on now. Is yes. not just there in jail just to say, Uguti, we've got a, we've got a youth we've league. Got a youth league. Mm. Yeah. But they actually um, have a voice. They actually have a strategy which they put forth. And that strategy is, is tabled. And they're mm. tabled in parliament mm. and they're given voice to and heeded to. Mm. So mm. I think the youth have to think in those terms. There's so much money that's given through this youth development agency department. Mm. Have the youth ever asked what happens to that money? Mm. Mm. That's a very, very good question. Mm. Hey, it's a lot of money that's dished out there. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Try out of. There we go. Got it. You can continue. <laughs> yeah. 
There's a lot of money that's 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 done. Uh, there's youth development agencies, but are the youth using those channels? Do they know about those channels? Yeah. Do they know that there's money for entrepreneurship there? Yeah. Because I know that there's a lot of money returned. Sure. Yo. Every year. And that's actually uh, going back to how one of the questions that I had is, it's I understand. I think. We understand the importance of having a voice, but I think the reason why a lot of people don't say anything is because they don't know how to get their voice heard. And um, maybe if you have any resources that we can share as well, just so that we can make this practical. Um, it's one thing for us to say, yeah, let's stay informed, but what are the reputable places that we can stay informed? And not just as just normal citizens, but also as Christians where we mm. know that the law is not always on our side and the more progressive these laws are becoming the more um they are infringing on our f religious freedom. Yeah. Um so maybe if you can share some resources of where we can get informed and places that have the language that we can understand. Yeah. Um and um also just how we can uh, and be involved in petitions um, if there are mm. any places that we can um, streamline we we all know we're there by the the internet mm. what places we can go to what resources websites um, reputable organizations that we can trust um, and and get involved in making our voices heard in those capacities yeah well you know you guys have the advantage of being youth being the most technologically um, you know informed people yeah so I think I should think that Google is actually your best friend but in terms of you know what I would say is this is first and foremost if you're over 18 you need to actually make sure that you understand the political parties, mm -hmm. uh, you know, educate yourself on the political parties and the values that they represent. Don't just pick a party because you, you like the way that the leader looks or, <laughs> or you, you know, don't like the other party or you don't like the other party. Understand their value system. Is it a value system that's ethical? There's, you know, more morality values. Is it a value system that you actually, um, uh, you know, liaise with can say that this value system represents my value system. Mm. Find mm. out more about that political party. Go to the meetings. They have meetings. Um, you know, associate yourself. If, if necessary, you can even get involved in the youth element, the youth mm. league right there. Start attending some of the, the youth meetings. So education is the first step. Mm. Educate yourself. Sensitize yourself around the political parties. Understand what each represent. Mm. Educate yourself around the political processes and how you can get involved in each of the political processes. Um, educate yourself on opportunities. Mm. The opportunities that are out there uh, where you can actually represent the youth. Mm. You know, go out there. Use social media to your advantage. You know, social media is one of the most powerful, powerful tools. Mm. Use that to represent your thoughts, to represent, to mobilize. It's one of the most powerful that in, in many countries now. When they don't want people to mobilize, they'll they'll shut off the Wi-Fi and the internet. Mm. Sure, you know, mm. yeah. I think um, when they're worried about political uprising or etc., they just shut it off at a national level. That's how powerful mm. um, internet and Wi-Fi yes. is. Yeah. yeah, social media that they know it can mobilize within the space of forty-eight hours. Sure, you can just mobilize people to just say, "Listen, we don't want this. Let's go." 
Mm. Yes, and mm. you you people are the most social media literate people generation that I know. Mm. So it's just a question of getting yourself together, getting thoughts together, um, having a value system, deciding on certain route to take. Mm. Educating yourselves and mobilizing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like I say, I mean, Zambia, uh, the, the presidents that, that was sitting there had been there for quite some time is the youth who mobilized and said, this is what we want. Yeah. We want a person that is able to take Zambia like this, 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 this. They mobilized and, you know, they made the what looks like the impossible to become possible. Sure. Exactly. Exactly.